This week on TSR, I bought the farm. The princesses of power are returning. Delilah Dawson takes a trip to Black Spire. And we look ahead to the things we're excited for in 2019. All that and more on this episode of TSR. Back to TSR episode number 203. Hello, Nancy. Hi, Brian. Uh, sorry we missed a couple of weeks. We only missed one we week. We only missed one week. Yeah. That's sadly Last good for week. us. Yep. Uh, we were busy. Yeah, I had a writing thing I went to on Saturday, which is when we usually podcast, and then Sunday, I don't remember what we were doing, but it was probably like being, working on books and things. We were working on things and stuff. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that's that's why we didn't get one out last week. Yeah. Uh, but we're recording now. Yes, which we is are. great. And I've got a, another Tashi Station brew house that's recording on Tuesday, so we've got content coming. Yay! Hooray. And I, and you and you have a Vorkosa cast you haven't posted yet. That's right. Which is why I'm taking this laptop, which has now become our recording laptop. Listeners, I'm pointing at my old laptop. <laughs> Out to the living room when we're done here, so I can edit and post multiple shows today. Yes, thank you. You're 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 welcome. I'm sorry it took me this long. It's fine. You can do that while we're watching the Puppy Bowl. Ah, the Puppy Bowl. Today is the Puppy Bowl. I don't give a shit about the Super Bowl, but I care about the Puppy Bowl. I, the Puppy Bowl is a big deal. It is a big and deal. And this year is extra special because one of the doggos looks just like Mara. It does look just like Mara. Also, it's Puppy Bowl 15. Puppy Bowl 15. I can't believe this has been going on. I remember when I first discovered the Puppy Bowl and I was like, what the hell is this? What What is happening? What, what is going on? I don't understand. And then since then, it's become a the best day of the year. Puppy Bowl. Puppy Bowl day. They're all such good doggos. They are good dogs, and they get adopted. Remember, listeners, if you're looking for a dog or any pet, go to the shelter. Go to the shelter or a rescue. Find a rescue. Adopt a rescue. Yeah. They're the best doggos. They are. They love you so much. Like Mara. Yes, like Mara, the show <laughs> mascot. We love you, Mara. You are the star today. It's Puppy Bowl Day. It is Puppy Bowl Day. Ah, uh, yay, Puppy Bowl. Uh, so, hey, I'm playing video games. You are playing video games. Uh, I got Stardew Valley because I needed something relaxing that could just get me into a better mind or headspace when I'm having a rough day. Mm-hmm. And Stardew Valley it might be one of the most relaxing games I have ever played in my life. But now what happened to all those other relaxing games that you bought? Like? Pokemon? That was... That was really relaxing. I almost beat it. I'm oh. almost done with it. Uh, and the Super Mario, what was it, Odyssey or something? Uh, I need to revisit that or one. Or Link. No, the Link game. The Zelda game. Breath of... Breath of the Wild. I, I need... I got crippled by how open world it was. <laughs> oh, okay. Open world games in me causes paralysis. Ah, uh, so it's not relaxing. Nah, I mean, it can be. Okay. But when confronted with infinite amounts of choices i tend to bail on games stardew valley seems like the 
like the parts of WoW, like the dailies and like the fishing and the the far the the cooking and all like the profession things. And it's the- activities without grinding. Yeah, although there was grinding and WoW. So. Yeah, true, true. Uh, but yeah, I really like Stardew Valley. It's a great game and mm-hmm. uh, highly worth the twelve dollars I paid. Yeah. It's good stuff. Uh, I finally saw Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Listeners, it was good. And somehow you all undersold how good it was. Despite <laughs> the fact that you went on for like a month and a half gushing about it, claiming it was the best film of the year. And damn, it fit. It was so good. Really? I loved it. It was great. I did not see it. I, I want to go see it a second time before it leaves theaters. Okay. You should come see it with me. Maybe. <laughs> it was really good, and you don't even have to be a Spider-Man fan to like it. I'm not a Spider-Man fan. I know. Just not piqued my interest. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, fans. <laughs> it's gonna. This is going to be one of those films where you're going to finally watch it, and you're going to go, oh, I get it. I, maybe. Probably. But. I'll only have myself to blame. <laughs> Indeed. Um, and I'm crafting beer. You are crafting beer. I've what got else a, is new? I've got a Belgian in the fridge for the Puppy Bowl slash Super Bowl tonight. <laughs> Exciting. And we've got another brew house, like I said, coming on Tuesday, where we'll be crafting an all new one. And I pray to God this time we do something other than a porter or a stout. <laughs> Aw, you should have that rule. I mean, I can't have that rule because the whole thing is we let the guest come on and craft a beer for their favorite thing. I guess. So, Brian, today we're talking about things we're excited for in 2019. Uh-huh. So I thought instead of just doing one whole thing at the end, we'd do that as we go along. So since you were talking about games, what games are you excited for in 2019? You know, I, I should have pulled up like a list. <laughs> of games coming out let's let's see I, i'm just gonna peruse through uh peruse through google real quick See, your thing though is that you don't really like have games that you super look forward to yours is mostly like oh people are talking about this game let me buy it i follow the crowd you do follow i admit the crowd. <laughs> i yeah i is absolutely fall in order games supposed to come out this year <sighs> i don't know <laughs> I think so. Because we haven't heard anything about it. <laughs> uh, Fallen or... I, yeah, I don't know what's going on with Star Wars development. It is it is what it is. Yeah. Um, let's see. Anthem is coming out. I had a little bit of time with the demo. It was fun, but it's still one of those open world MMOs, so I'm not quite sure what to make of it. Yeah, Star, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order is slated to come out this year. Mm. We'll see if it happens. Yeah. Uh, let's see. What else is coming? Oh, Psychonauts 2. What the heck is Psychonauts? It, Psychonauts was this underrated gem of a game, uh, and I really should go back and play it again. Uh, just, I'm thumbing, thumbing through this list that Google has provided me. Thank you. And <laughs> yeah, this is, it, it, this is enthralling podcasting. <laughs> Ooh, enthralling. Doom Eternal. Oh. I I'm a huge fan of the Doom franchise. Really? So I will probably get that one. Was that did that was that made into a movie? Starring the uh, Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Did you yes. ever see it? It was shit. <laughs> okay. It was not good. Good to know. Uh yeah, so games. 
Yeah. I, I look forward more towards 2019 games, except I've got a backlog from 2014. I haven't played <laughs> all the way back to 2014. I haven't played yet. And meanwhile, after this show, I'm planning on starting up a new playthrough of Dragon Age. Fun. As you do. I said I was going to start playing Mass Effect once because I'd be done with Pitch Wars like this week. So I thought I was like, Brian, you need to help me with Mass Effect. But we'll I, see. I will help you. We'll see if I actually play it or if I just end up watching a playthrough video. <laughs> Well, Mass Effect, unfortunately, is not one of those games uh, that lends itself well to playthrough videos because no. there are so many permutations of choices you can make. Ugh, so fine. it's one you actually have to play. Okay. I'm sorry. Whatever. Uh, hey, what about you? Um, well, as I said, I've been knee deep or neck deep in pitch wars, I guess. Eye deep in pitch wars. Uh, we're basically done the agent round the agent showcase is this week so uh if i seem a little on edge that's why because i'll be waiting to hear if anyone wants my stuff it's very stressful but there's nothing I, more i can do because i'm pretty much done other than little small changes i'm making to my book uh so i will probably start up my new book again which i had started working on during nano but i'm going to I write it again, so I am distracted. Um, I also was watching The Dragon Prince while I was on the treadmill, and I really enjoyed it. Um, it was a very fun, cute show, but it also had a lot of like depth and drama to it that I liked. So uh, the second season is coming out this month, I believe, so I'm excited about that. And I've also been reading The Light Brigade by Cameron Hurley. I got an arc of that. Um, she was just tweeted one day, hey, I have some arcs of the, the Light Brigade. If you want one, respond to this tweet. And I happened to be on Twitter right as she tweeted that. So I responded and I got one of the arcs. And I finally had time to read it. It's really, really, really good. It's very mind-bendy. It's basically... Um, it's, she describes it as a gender-bent starship troopers with time travel. You you told me just a little bit about yeah. the book, and I was like, oh my god, I need to yeah, read this. It's really good. It's very, um, it's very twisty, but in a good way. Like, not the whole, I don't understand what's going on. It's, I don't understand what's going on, and I can't wait to figure it out. <laughs> uh, so, it's really good. It comes out next month. Um, the ebook is only $7.99. Uh, the Saga Press ebooks are really inexpensive, so there's really no reason not to pre-order this one. And also, uh, Cameron Hurley, unfortunately, got laid off from her day job this past week so um she would you know very much appreciate the pre-orders and they're they are it's a really really good book so i highly highly recommend it um and uh there's a bunch of books coming out this year that i want to read i'm trying to be better about keeping up with books as they're coming out um and not just star wars books like other sci-fi books um so there's several but there's obviously the star wars books we know about that are coming out um and then i've got a list of other sci-fi books i want to read uh the first one is ancestral night by elizabeth bear and i've never read any elizabeth bear before so i'm very excited uh to read her stuff i think she usually kind of writes uh <laughs> fantasy so I'm excited to read one of her uh, sci-fi books. And it's, it's one of those uh, discovering like an ancient 
technology thing that could change everything, uh, which, you know, I'm is my jam. Then there's a memory called Empire by Arcady Martine, which is about like an a uh what are they actually? Let me see. Oh, she's an ambassador who arrives in the multi-system Texcalani Empire only to discover that her predecessor, the previous ambassador from the sm- their small but fiercely independent mining station, has died. Um, so she has to figure out who is behind the murder um, all in this alien culture. So, again, space, my jam. Uh there's a book called Empress of Forever by Max Gladstone, and he's another author I've wanted to read, but mostly kind of writes fantasy. So um, he is writing a book, or he this book came is coming out, and it's um, <laughs> the first line of the book description is a feminist guardians of the galaxy, a smart swashbuckling, wildly imaginative adventure of a ragtag team of brilliant misfits, dangerous renegades, and enhanced outlaws in a war torn future. Also here for everything about that pitch. Yeah, I'm excited. Um, also, there's a bunch of books from last year I haven't gotten to read yet, so they're also on my list. Um, uh, Wayward Son is supposed to come out this year, which is the sequel to Carry On by Rainbow Roll, and I loved Carry On, so I'm super excited for the future adventures of Simon and Baz. Um and then there's uh, Unconquerable Sun by Kate Elliott, which is the first of a series, which is sold as a gender-bent Alexander the Great as a space opera. <laughs> so, yes, I'm all for that. <laughs> I mean, we're discovering that essentially to get my attention, just gender-bent things, and I'm here for it. Yeah. Um, also, the next book um, from Lee, Lee Bardugo just came out, The uh, King of Star, King of Scars. Um, I loved Six of Crows and Crooked Kingdom, and this book is set in the same universe, and it has one of the same characters from Six of Crows. But I have not read her earlier Grisha trilogy, um, which is where the main character of king of scars is from so i'm probably gonna wait to read that until i get time to read the whole grisha trilogy but um i am excited to eventually read that because nina is great and she just wants to eat some waffles you are reading six crows i am reading six Six of crows Crows. i i need to start reading it again yeah and then in the non-sci-fi realm which obviously i i stick to sci-fi as you can see, um, there's Red, White, and Royal Blue, which comes out in May. Um, and it's described as a big-hearted romantic comedy in which the first son falls in love with the Prince of Wales after an incident of international proportions forces them to pretend to be best friends. And yes, it's gay. I'm excited about that. <laughs> so many good pitches for... The books this year. Right? They always make me feel so inadequate. Hey. What? I'm just being honest. Hey, don't do that. <laughs> okay, let's move on to the news. Yes. She-Ra and the Princesses of Power Season 2 is coming in April. Hooray! Finally, they announced it. Didn't they say they are definitely doing, I think they're doing four seasons? I don't know if that was confirmed or not. I've heard rumblings that uh, it's four seasons. Okay, but I think they definitely have a storyline planned out, which is is good. Yeah. I'm super excited. I love She-Ra. Lo- I loved She-Ra so much, and I can't wait to see what happens next. I know. Also, I'm looking forward to cons this year and seeing all the She-Ra cosplay. Oh, I know. So many catchers and suits. 
I'm here for Catras and suits. Yep. Me too. Uh, yeah, so that's one thing we're definitely excited for in 2019. Yes. Uh, the Expanse Season 3 is finally coming to Amazon Prime this month, and Season 4 just uh, wrapped filming and will air sometime this year. They haven't given a date yet, but um, so if you've been waiting to catch the show on streaming, uh, Amazon Prime, you can catch up on all three seasons. I will be re-watching the series uh before season four starts. So I am excited for new shows I, and also for it not to be on network TV. So we don't yeah. have to deal with commercials. I love The Expanse, but it is definitely a show that helps to be binged. Yeah, I do wonder if now that they're on Amazon Prime, if they're going to change the uh, release schedule <laughs> and instead of doing it weekly, do it ev- do it put it all out at once I, like they do with other shows i don't think they will really yeah i mean uh some of their most popular shows right now they are doing week installments are they yeah like huh. uh, grand tour is a new episode uh, every week instead of uh, dumping it all in one go bummer i know bummer uh, well whatever um and then so apparently they're doing a new version of dune is it who's directing it? is it dennis dune movie here let me look it up uh let me find out because i know it's dennis villanueve okay i was right um so they are casting the new dune and um all i know is that oscar isaac is cast in it so he is probably going to make me what finally read dune well, let, let me give you some names of people who are either officially on board or rumored to be on board <laughs> zendaya timothy chamelay rebecca ferguson oscar isaac dave batista javier bardem stellan skarsgård and charlotte rampling yeah so yeah that's, that's a hell of a cast i know and all i said it was oscar isaac and i was like shit <laughs> i'm gonna have to go see this movie i don't know i don't know if i'm gonna read the book or just go ahead and watch the movie and then see if i'm interested in in you know actually reading the books because i the books are very uh sprawling and epic and uh I mean, I'm done with the, almost done with the Verkozigan series, so I can, you know, deal with a new <laughs> series now. But we'll 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 find out. <laughs> I've never I've never really been like intrigued to read it. I was almost because um, John Scalzi said he was inspired a lot by Dune for uh, the Collapsing Empire series, so maybe. Okay. Uh, like I said on Twitter, though. Um, Ocean's Eleven, but with that cast. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So I don't know when that's supposed to come out. Probably next year if they haven't uh, started filming it yet. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, Oscar, put Oscar Isaac in your space movie and that's a good, that's a good plan. <laughs> it, it is a very good plan. <laughs> uh, let's talk about stuff we're excited for. This yes. coming year. Movies and TV shows. And Obvious- you've got one at the top of your list. Well, yes. Well, obviously, I said The Dragon Prince Season 2. Um, really enjoyed Season 1 and really looking forward to seeing where they go with Season 2. Um, obviously, She-Ra Season 2. We we talked about that already. And The Expanse Season 4. I think The Expanse is like one of the only TV shows that we follow like on a weekly basis besides Resistance. <laughs> uh 
I love The Expanse. I, I need to read those books eventually. They're it's it's good space opera. The first book, first book's fine. Yeah. Uh, the second book has more women in it. Yeah. Second book onward. Well, I I so I was looking at them on Goodreads and like adding them to my shelf. And so as I was seeing the like the descriptions for the later books, it was very very like crazy space opera stuff that I like. And I'm like, whoa, wait whoa wait <laughs> what happened there's like an emperor or an empress or what what is happening so i think i might have to pick it up just to figure i mean they're they're big books but they're breezy books yeah to get through they they flow really well and they're you just get through them quickly yeah the <laughs> um the eighth book is coming out this year in march march 26th eighth and final book uh no there's oh there's one ninth, after that there's okay. a ninth one which has untitled and has no release date yet. So, um, you know, we'll see. I'll get through all the books I have this year, and then maybe I'll, once they announce the publication date for the last book, I might go ahead and read them all <laughs> and get ready for the for the last one. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but yeah, um, so that you know, obviously The Expanse, um, you are very, very excited for one particular movie that's coming out this year. Captain Marvel. <laughs> We've talked a lot about Captain we, Marvel. We have talked a lot about Captain Marvel, but I am not getting off the Captain Marvel Marvel hype train. Um, I am so freaking pumped for this movie. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, my favorite Marvel superhero in the 90s. Mm-hmm. And she's going to be punching spaceships. <laughs> I love this so much. Yeah. Um, we're, we're just a little more than a month away. Oh, my God. We are. We are. Wow. That's exciting. And uh, Brie Larson, uh, yesterday, the day before, uh, dropped some action footage. Uh-huh. From the train sequence. And oh. I'm even more excited for it now. There's a little bit of Phil Coulson in there if you want to see that. Nice. Yay, Coulson. Yes. Um, so I, f- I found a list of all the movies coming out in 2019. Ooh, excellent. Um, this month uh, is the second Lego movie, which I don't know if I'll go see that in the theater, but I will probably want to see it eventually. Because the first one was really cute. I'll see how it reviews out first. Yeah, it's been getting really good reviews. Really? Okay. Yeah. I think, uh, like, Chris Pratt tweeted something like it's got, like, 90-something percent right now, which is, like, the best-reviewed movie he's ever been. So, <laughs> the first movie should never have ever worked. No. And somehow this second movie is working. I know. That's that's kind of a testament to Phil Lord and Chris Miller's... Uh, right ability to produce gold out of just batshit insane concepts yeah so also coming out in march at the end of march is uh dumbo the live action dumbo movie by tim uh tim burton if you've ever listened to us on mouse droid you know (laughs) that we have thoughts about these uh about these live action movies like okay the this one i can kind of see if you're gonna let tim burton do tim burton things with it i think it's a very good it's a good pairing yeah it's a good pairing i have still no desire to see it (laughs) same (laughs) it makes me it will make me too sad i mean we know why they're doing this it's just to extend their copyright yeah on these properties right uh so april has shazam 
which um, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> the DC movie, which... Thank you, next. Some people are excited about. I know nothing about it, so, uh, okay. Uh, they're doing a new Pet cemetery, which, uh, no thank you, because mm -mm. Pass, I don't pass. like scary movies, but... Pass, pass, pass. you like Stephen King? Sure. Uh, I haven't heard anything about that, which is weird. Uh, end of April, though, is the one I'm most excited for, Avengers Endgame. Um, because I loved Infinity War and I cannot wait to see how they get out of this. That is really right on the heels of Captain Marvel. It is. And like, I mean, I'm very excited about Captain Marvel. I don't have as much investment in the source material as you do. So I think I'm more excited for Endgame, but I'm part of that excitement is because I know Captain Marvel is going to play a big part in Endgame. So you know, in I'm excited. In a weird way, it's kind of brilliant how they're doing this mm -hmm. they'll get people to go to the theaters to get really excited about carol yeah and say oh by the way next month yeah yeah i mean you go don't see her in this yeah they don't need to do they that they don't need because... to but it still help it still helps yeah um so uh let's see may is the <laughs> detective pikachu <laughs> i i admit it i'm greatly looking forward to that one <laughs> Yeah, it looks it looks crazy. Um for John Wick fans, John Wick 3. Um and uh again, talking about the Disney live action movies, Aladdin. Yay. <sighs> I there's so much stuff in production on that one that has me just uh that Michael Scott cringe dot gif. Yeah. Yee. Um mainly that it's directed by Guy Ritchie. Yeah. Why? Why? Yeah, not if you're gonna make Aladdin, have a Middle Eastern director direct it, right? Yeah, uh, there's a uh, Godzilla movie coming out in May. Uh, there's a uh, biopic of Elton John called Rocket Man. Who's uh, that one starring again? Taron Egerton. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, also in May, um, I have not heard of this movie. Um, so it could be really good or really bad. Um, I was, I was piqued by the, uh, title Ad Astra and it's an army corps engineer, Brad Pitt travels to outer space in the hope of finding out what happened to his father, Tommy Lee Jones, who left on a mission to Neptune 20 years earlier. Ooh. So you say outer space and it's like, you know, yes. Ooh. But, okay. Yeah. That's one to keep an eye out on. Yeah. It could be good or it could be bad. <laughs> um, that, that's a lot of sci-fi movies that exist uh june dark phoenix the yeah. which has been delayed a lot um those x-men movies started out really good <laughs> got really bad and we won't even touch brian singer no but i i freaking i loved first class i i enjoyed days of future past but yeah yeah um let's see what else in june men in black international Bisexuals across the world will be found dead when <laughs> uh, that hits theaters. Chris Hemsworth and Tessa Thompson play agents who work at MIB's London branch. Um, there's a Shaft movie with uh, three generations of Shaft men. Jesse T. Usher, Samuel L. Jackson, and Richard Roundtree as they team up to solve a murder mystery. That could be fun. That, that's got potential. Yeah. Uh, Toy Story 4? No. <laughs> I'm not doing this emotional manipulation bullshit. Reboot of Child's Play? Nope. <laughs> mm -mm. Um, July. Uh, Spider-Man Far From Home. 
Uh, I might. I'll I have to see the first Spider-Man first. I know. Yes, I know. Um, the Lion King. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I might just watch the original Lion King. <laughs> um, let's see. August. Dora the Explorer. <laughs> uh, Fast and Furious presents Hobbs and Shaw, which people were talking about the trailer the other day on Twitter. <laughs> I, I I said on Twitter the other day as well, um, I feel like I need to get into the Fast and Furious franchise because it steered hard into the batshit crazy that works for me. Right. Um, so I will definitely not be seeing this movie, uh, Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. No. Presented by Guillermo del Toro. I cannot think of two more frightening things to put together. (laughs) I I love Guillermo del Toro movies, but I ain't doing that one. I mean, Pan's Labyrinth was, did he do, did he do Pan's Labyrinth? Yes. Okay. Yeah. That was painful enough for me. I mean, it was a great movie, but it was scary. Um... Uh, speaking of scary things, September is the uh, sequel to It, Chapter 2. Um, again, no. no uh-uh. um, I love that Bill Hader's in it, though. I saw an interview with him on uh, Conan's new show. Yeah. Uh, in which he was like, apparently I can't act scared because I just smile all the time. <laughs> um, also, in movies, I don't want anything to do with uh, Joker with Joaquin Phoenix. Because, you know, there's so much freaking continuity in the DC universe that they have 8 million people playing the Joker at one time. I just, who why, asked for this movie? No one who asked for it. Um, there's an animated version of The Addams Family. And oh, that one stars uh, Oscar Isaac, it right? It does star Oscar Isaac and Charlize Theron. I'm, so. I am bummed that it's not live action. I know, it feels because like he I, would be so perfect as Gomez. Like I, 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 I have a feeling it'll be good. Yeah. But... live action Adam's family with Oscar Isaac. Yeah, that'd be great. I know, right? Um, Also in November, Terminator 6, uh, which is only notable because it has Linda Hamilton as Sarah Connor, as she should be, and she looks freaking awesome in the trailer. Um, Let's see. There's a third Kingsman movie coming out. I haven't seen any other ones. I haven't seen so. the other two, so next. Uh, the big one in in November will be Frozen 2. Uh, probably going to see that because Frozen 2. Um, then December. December. There's this little indie film. Yeah, I never heard of it. Star Wars Episode 9? I think so. Episode 9. Episode 9. <laughs> Guess we'll see that. Yep. Yeah. I yes. guess. Films of 2019. Yeah. Um, S- several on there I am greatly looking forward to seeing. Yes. <laughs> uh, shall we talk about some Star Wars now? We should talk about some Star Wars. Okay. Uh, we got a Master and Apprentice blurb. Yes, we did. I don't have it pulled up in front of me. I'm though. picking it up. <laughs> I'm going to get it. Hold on. Hold on. Blah, yes, blah, blah. Claudia Gray's Master and Apprentice is coming out so, this year. So I have a confession to make. Uh-oh. This is a movie I'm, this is the book I'm least excited about of the year. So, I mean, we, we should preface by saying you do really like Claudia Gray's books. I really, I will read this because I really, I've, well, I've read all, all yeah. three of her books before, I, you know, that she's written. Um, Bloodline and Leia, Princess of Alderaan were great. Obviously, I was sold on those because they were Leia centric. Mm-hmm. Um, Lost Stars, I liked because of the whole like that it was basically like a OC put these 
OC characters in the original trilogy fanfic. Uh, and I really enjoyed it. And I would really like a sequel to Lost Stars, as I know a lot of people do. Um, and, like, I enjoyed her story in Fakpov, which was Obi-Wan and Qui-Gon. Um, and I know she's been wanting to re to write a book about them. Um, so I'm really glad of her. And especially for, you know, prequel fans, um, you know, they're getting a, you know, bunch of stuff this year with Queen Shadow and Mastering Apprentice. So it feels like 1999 all over again. But like These books should have come out yeah, in 1999. I, that's part of the problem that I'm having is like, it's hard for me to get excited personally because like, I, I mean, yes, I was super into The Phantom Menace when it came out in 1999 because I was a normal human being at the time. I was a Star Wars fan. But like, the prequels aren't like my my jam era so it's like okay these are interesting and i'm just like why weren't these books published then <laughs> especially queen shadow like right. i mean i'm so glad that queen shadow exists and is coming out but that book should have come out in 1999 or 2000 or 2001 and maybe it would have made me like like padme more than i do because i got so connected to book characters and she was not in any of the books yeah so anyway yeah master and apprentice is probably the book i'm least excited for but now, would it be higher on your list in another year where we don't have a new thrawn book and alphabet squadron coming out maybe Probably. <laughs> I mean, it's really hard because it's like, Alphabet oh, Squadron and Thrawn Treason. Oh, and okay, Master and Apprentice. That's fine. <laughs> I am excited because I think this if this book does feature Dooku as a Jedi, mm. that's interesting to me. Yeah, that would be very interesting. Yeah. So anyway, I found the blurb. <laughs> Excellent. We've it, stalled long enough. I wasn't really... I've had it open the whole time. <laughs> An unexpected offer threatens the bond between Qui-Gon Jinn and Obi-Wan Kenobi as the two Jedi navigate a dangerous new planet in an uncertain future. I'm pretty sure I've read that blurb as part of some slash fic. <laughs> yeah, right. A Jedi must be a fearless warrior, a guardian of justice, and a scholar in the waves of the Force. Barbara Perhaps a Jedi's most essential duty is to pass on what they have learned. Master Yoda trained Dooku, Dooku trained Qui-Gon Jinn, and now Qui-Gon has a Padawan of his own. But while Qui-Gon has faced all manner of threats and, a da and danger as a Jedi, nothing has ever scared him like the thought of failing his apprentice. Obi-Wan Kenobi has, a, has deep respect for his master, but struggles to understand him. Why must Qui-Gon so often disregard the laws that bind the Jedi? Why is Qui-Gon drawn to ancient Jedi prophecies instead of more practical concerns and why wasn't obi-wan told that qui-gon is considering an invitation to join the jedi council knowing it would mean the end of their partnership the simple answer scares him obi-wan has failed his master when jedi rail avaros another former student of dooku requests their assistance with a political dispute jinn and kenobi travel to the royal court of pijal for what may be their final mission together what should be a simple assignment quickly becomes clouded by deceit and by visions of violent disaster that take hold in Qui-Gon's mind. As Qui-Gon's faith in prophecy grows, Obi-Wan's faith in him is tested. Just as a threat services that will demand that Master and Apprentice come together as never before or be divided forever. Aw. Aw. Yeah. So yes, Master and Apprentice. Yeah. I am. I mean, I'm looking forward to it because I do 
really like, you know, Obi-Wan and Qui-Gon. But the whole, like, world of that era is kind of lower on my interest. But, yeah. Speaking of Star Wars books, though. Yes. We got a whole bevy of stuff announced this week. We did. So, uh, Black Spire is our... Galaxy's Edge is now like a publishing thing with all of these books coming out. Shocker of shockers. They're trying to promote Galaxy's Edge. That opens this year. Who knew? Um, so uh, we there is a Galaxy's Edge comic book that is um, going to discover to do. Uh, excuse me. There's a Galaxy's Edge miniseries comic that is going to feature like different characters from the from the Galaxy's Edge, including the infamous Doc Ondar, a proprietor of rail, rare and one-of-a-kind antiquities. Out of universe, rumored to be an animatronic shopkeeper that you can actually haggle with yeah. in Galaxy's Edge. Uh, also announced was Black Spire by Delilah Dawson. I'm so excited about this one! Uh, yeah, so this will be available September 3rd, which is the Tuesday after Dragon Con, so we will not have to do another Friday Dragon Con. Thank thing. you! <laughs> um, and it's in this novel, a prequel to the Disney Parks experience, General Leia Organa dispatches her top spy to Batu in a desperate search for resistance allies, and basically everyone is presuming that the top spy is Via Moradi from Phasma, um, as her entry in the Women of the Galaxy discusses her having been to Batu on please, missions. Please let Cardinal also be there. Please let Cardinal also be there. I'm hoping, like it. It depends on when this takes place. I'm assuming it, it is going to take place after Phasma. I'm wondering if it is going to be in between eight and nine. Ooh, because they could pr they could have like Vi go off on her own on Batu and have it really not affect anything that's happening in nine. Well, and Batu is supposed to be this totally off yeah. the beaten path yeah. outpost now. Right. Um, then there's another uh, novel that was announced, uh, A Crash of Fate by Zoreta, Zoreta Cordova. Uh, this will be a YA novel. Um, and it is uh, Izzy and Jules were best friends until Izzy's family abruptly left Batu when she was six. Now she's back and Jules, the boy who never left, is unsure what to make of her. While on the run from vengeful smugglers and an angry pirate, the two friends will come to terms with who they are and what they mean to each other. Well, crap. This is my jam. This is very much like Lost Stars. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm gonna love this book. Yeah. I'm wondering if the angry pilot pirate is Hondo. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god that'd be great uh there was another book announced uh star wars myths and fables by george mann uh in this middle grade novel here are the thrilling space tales fables and myths that are told in a galaxy far far away the book features two stories that take on the remote they take place on the remote outer rim world of Batu, plus many other untold tales from the edge of the galaxy, lushly illustrated in a style that pays homage to real-world children's classics. Give me all of these in-universe collections of legends and stories. Yeah. I love this stuff. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So, uh, August 6th on this one. Yep. Another one I am very much looking forward to. Those are some great, great books. Yep. So we got a bunch of celebration guests announced. 
Um, first, we've got, um, let's see, uh, Junis Sutamo will be there. Uh, Sam Witwer. Uh, Greg Grunberg, which I'm very excited about. Snap Wexley. Uh, Snap is back! Yeah, Greg Proops, uh, Dave Chapman, Ian McElney, who played uh, Jan Dodonna in Rogue One, Orly Shoshan, and Paul Casey. I love that Greg Proops is going to be there. <laughs> well, he was in... Uh, he was in episode... One. One, I know. Yep. <laughs> and he was also in Resistance. He played the announcer. Oh, and that's I think the right. first episode of that's Resistance. Right, I forgot. Yep. Uh, they also announced the Artist Alley um uh attendees. Um a lot of a lot of familiar faces. Uh Malcolm Tween, Darren Tan, Jason Chrisman, Zoltan Simon, Z- Joey Spioto, Brian Miller, Matt Bush, Chris Travas, Karen Hallian. Adriana Vanderselt, Danny Haas, Jason Palmer, Spencer Brinkerhoff, Kayla Croft, Brandon Kenny, Russell Walks, Diane Harrop, Kayla Woodside, Alex Bouchelle, Chrissy Chang, Steve Anderson, Brian DeGuire, Chris D, Michael Pasquale, Kat Staggs, Jerry Vanderselt, and Brian Rudd. I will probably be buying art. <laughs> As we do with Celebration. Uh Another crop of guests were confirmed, including Ashley Eckstein, uh, which I'm excited about, Daniel Logan, uh, Jet Lukic, which seems like nepotism, but sure. <laughs> uh, Ken Ling, uh, Katie Cartwheel, who played, um, she did uh, several of the creature performers. She was one of the creature performers. Um, and finally, John Ratzenberger. Hey, uh, Princess, you know, it's a uh, little-known fact that a herd of bantha can only move as fast as the slowest one. Yeah, you had to do it. I'm going to have a whole book of Brent Durland facts for Celebration. Oh, yay. Yay! Uh, So, Celebration happening in... uh, Two months. Two months. We're excited about that. Uh, Should we talk about other Star Wars things we're excited about in 2019? Episode 9. Really? Yeah, a little bit. (laughs) Can I... Can I... Can I have tell a secret? You're not. I'm not. Aww, why? <laughs> because I'm burned. <laughs> Just like Luke. <laughs> oh. Oh. Mostly, I think it's because I don't know anything about it. And I think once I see a trailer or a teaser, I'll either be like, okay, I'm excited. That's when the jets get turned on. Or I'll be even less excited. <laughs> But, like, I mean, the good thing is, is I can't be any more disappointed. <laughs> this sounds like I hated The Last Jedi. I didn't hate The Last Jedi, but they killed Luke. So they can't kill Luke in episode nine. So I won't be as sad. They can't kill Luke without you having very conflicted feelings about a movie. It's right. just the way it works. It is. And I have also a lot of feelings about certain other characters and their relationships that I'm very hesitant about things they might do in episode nine. <laughs> And I might have to quit Star Wars if that happens. So, oh dear. Sorry, just being honest here. Uh, But also, I think I'm more excited. I think I'm most excited about Galaxy's Edge than honestly, me too. Yeah, I mean, like, yes, we won't be able to get in until twenty. No, we'll be able to get in. No, we'll be able to get in. Whether we can get on the rides, that's a different story. But we'll be able to get in. Okay. Um. Because we won't go opening weekend, obviously. Because that way leads to madness. Right. Uh, maybe we can get in on a like a preview or whatever, but 
if they have the annual pass previews again, we're going to have to stock those. But like, I mean, episode nine is going to come and go. Obviously, it's it's super exciting. And it's, you know, it's kind of that it's the last movie we know about. Like, yeah, they're making other movies, but we don't know anything about them. So it's really kind of like unknown after this. Um, but Galaxy's Edge is going to be a place you can go and experience whenever. And like, you know, yeah, it's going to be, ch- it's going to change every once in a while, but it's going to be, you go and live in the Star Wars universe. And I am so excited about that. Oh, me too. Like, I'm going to get to sit in a cantina mm-hmm. drinking Star Wars beer. And just beer sit there. Just sit there. And soaking it all up. Yeah. I... I cried when I walked into Wizarding World for the first time. I'm going to ball when I walk into Galaxy's Edge. Right. And uh, just, I can't believe it's fine. It's just around the corner, really. I know. Um, Obviously, we're getting more resistance. I'm really excited to see where the show goes in season two. Um, I think the Clone Wars is coming out this year. So that'll be interesting to see how they sort of wrap up that that storyline. Um... Uh, obviously, The Mandalorian will be out in 2019. Uh, excited to see what that show is like. Um, the good thing is it doesn't require a lot of uh commitment because <laughs> it's only I think eight episodes. Mm-hmm. So, um, I'm excited for that to see what Star Wars live action TV is going to be like. It's kind of like how I feel like about Rogue One. Like, what is what are the standalone films going to be like? And that's pretty much what it's going to be. Yeah. Um, books. We talked about Master and Apprentice and Black Spire, but I think you and I are both most excited for Alphabet Squadron. Uh, Alphabet Squadron may be the piece of Star Wars media I am most excited for this year. Really? Yeah. Yeah. That's not. Yeah. It. Me too. I. I. Well, I'm really excited about for Thrawn Treason as well. But Alphabet Squadron, I'm just, like, so excited for, like, a pilot book and post-Return of the Jedi. Like, those are just the best things for me. So, mm-hmm. and it's going to be a trilogy. It's my jam. So it's excited. my jam. Um, excited to see more of, like, the VR experiences. I do wonder if they're going to, like, either replace or add to Secrets of the Empire soon. Um, there's just so much... Star Wars coming out this year. <laughs> An embarrassment of riches, really. Right? And and Celebration hasn't happened? So... We don't know most of the stuff that's coming. Yeah. So, I mean, I think I think they've announced pretty much most of the books so far. I, I really would doubt if we got more book announcements at Celebration. Mm-hmm. Um, unless they go into next year, which I don't think they will. But, like, as far as, you know, more... Like, talking about Resistance in the second season, talking about the Mandalorian so we know what to expect. Um, You know, I'm sure they're going to have a Clone Wars panel. Um, I want, you know, there might be more animated stuff for them to announce at Celebration. And obviously, you know, Episode 9. So Celebration is going to be very interesting to see all the... And if they um, talk anything about, like, Ryan Johnson's movies or... The Benioff and Weiss movies. Like, we don't know anything about them. Yeah. And I'm they're still in development, so they could, you know, talk about them. <laughs> Tell us what you expect. 
I yeah, we're just we've just been on the dark on those for a long time. Yeah. So yeah, hopefully we'll get something. Yeah. Uh yeah. A lot of stuff I'm really excited about. Yes. Good stuff. Yep. Shall we move on to some listener questions before we heading sh- out? Let's do that. Okay. Uh, this comes from our Patreon-exclusive Slack channel. Again, that's patreon.com slash TashiStation. One dollar level gets you access to this. And we have some folks in there who fired off some questions at us. Uh, Diana asks us, do you think this new wave of Star Wars literature is taking the place of the Journey to Episode Nine stuff? Yes, and I have a theory as to why. Go. Batu is in Nine. Mmm. I would not be surprised if that happened. Um, I would also not be surprised if it didn't happen. <laughs> yeah. Basically, same. I could see either way. I don't know if they'd want to be like, all right, let's ha- put Batu in a movie because it might be too on the nose. But I, I can see if they, if Nine goes into a way that you end up on Batu or something like. Yeah. But. I wouldn't be dis- I I wouldn't be surprised either way, or if at least it, if anything, it's going to be mentioned in nine. Oh, definitely, yeah. yeah. It's going to get a name drop. It's going to be name name dropped at the very least. Uh, John asks us, "Do you think Delilah Dawson's the Skywalker Saga book?" Oh, we forgot to mention that. Oh, one. right. Uh, the Skywalker Saga book should have waited to come out after nine. Um, I suspect I know what they're doing with this book. And maybe calling it Skywalker Saga is a little bit of a misnomer, but I think it's just going to be a book about father and son. Yeah. So it kind of makes sense to drop it to drop it where it's being dropped. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's 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 an interesting book. I I will probably get it for the art. So yeah. And last question: Predictions for what Bob Iger will announce during Disney's <laughs> earning call on Tuesday. <laughs> Bob Iger can't help himself from dropping big news on an earnings call. Like, every single earnings call he does has some bombshell piece of news in it. I do wonder if they will announce the title for Nine. Uh, I think that's a fair bet. Yeah. So, Tuesday seems like a fair shot for a title. Yeah, I mean, I I do not think that we will get anything about Episode Nine until Celebration. Mm-hmm. People are like, are we going to get a trailer at the Super Bowl? No, they're still filming. They're like, just basically st- yeah, wrapping John Boyega up filming. Yeah, John is still on set. They're, yeah. they're, it's not time for a trailer. Yeah, so... Um, you know, I don't think they'll show a poster. If you go, if we go according to, you know, what they've done with all the other movies, we will get the Starfield poster with the title mm-hmm. on Tuesday, maybe, during yeah. this earnings call, Star Wars, whatever the title of episode nine is. And then at Celebration, we will get the teaser poster and teaser trailer Mm -hmm. and then come fall we will get full trailer we're gonna hit full trailer on a monday night football yeah uh in the fall this is what we this is what has happened for every movie the only variation was solo because because it it came out and the only other variation was that uh first teaser for the force awakens came out and that was a very special different special case because Star Wars had been dormant. You're right. And also, like, it didn't tell us much. It was, like, six shots. And we didn't 
it didn't tell us really anything. It wasn't until the Entertainment Weekly article, the, like, a few weeks later, where they told us the names of the characters. Um, but, like, you know, episode episode eight, we didn't get anything until Celebration. We got the, no, we got the title in, I think, December. We got the title. Um, the, we got the title of The Last Jedi. Yeah. Um. And I, oh, we did get a little sort of teaser for episode eight when they started filming that little shot of Luke and Ray. Oh, Luke and Ray on Octo, yeah. But that was, I mean, it was just basically, hey, we're filming now. (laughs) And it wasn't anything we hadn't seen before. Yeah. So, I mean, we're not going to get anything tonight. They're not, they're not going to start advertising this movie until Celebration and you know i mean if you're getting we know the pattern if everyone. you're getting anything tonight it might be a marvel trailer of some sort but we're even get, that's probably yeah, I think not already gonna captain marvel I th- we might get avengers yeah um the only reason we got solo last year at the super bowl was because it was it fit into the marketing window right so there you go yep so yeah um, i think i think we'll get a title yeah uh, I mean, other stuff that he may announce, I suspect we'll get a lot more park stuff, probably yeah. some more details about Galaxy's Edge, uh, yeah. since that is, di- that is the park's big thing of 2019. Yep. So we'll get some updates there. Yeah. Um, oh, uh, Disney Cruise Line is probably going to get some updates, uh, because they do have new ships that, I think the first one's supposed to go online next year. Yeah. So three new ships from 2020 to 2022. First one goes online next year. We'll probably get an update on that and maybe even a name mm-hmm. for uh, for one or, one or all three of the ships. Yeah. Uh, so keep an eye. Yeah. So mm-hmm. that's probably what you're going to see. Don't expect huge Star Wars news, but we're going to get some details there. Mm-hmm. Uh, if there's any bombshell news out of that, it's probably going to be for another property. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So those are our questions. Yep. Hooray. Yay. Uh, you know, I was thinking, uh, the next time we do Mousedroid, maybe we should do one on doing a Disney vacation on a budget. Yeah. Or how to do a Disney- That was my suggestion. Uh, it's a good We're suggestion. We're due for a Mousedroid. We, we actually, we should have done one this weekend. Yeah. Uh, next week. Let's we'll, do one next weekend. We'll do a Mousedroid next weekend. Also, we can talk about, we're going to rope drop Magic Kingdom on Friday, or on Saturday. So oh, we yeah. So we can talk about that on Sunday. Sunday, Sunday we can do that. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but we can talk about how to do a Disney vacation without completely blowing out your budget because I do really think I I don't think I know you can do a Disney vacation for about the same money you would drop going to Celebration. Yeah. Oh, definitely, definitely, you can do it. Yeah, it's possible. Uh, and we'll talk about uh, ways you can do that. Yep. So tune in for that mouse droid, and we'll talk about probably a whole bunch of stuff that comes out of that Bob Iger earnings call. Yes. Recap there. Woohoo! Woohoo! All right, let's go ahead and wrap it up there. And we're a couple minutes early, but that's okay. Uh, we don't have a set time. We, we talk as long as we need to. We do talk as long as we need to. <laughs> uh, again, uh, p- support us on Patreon. That's patreon.com slash Tashi Station. $1 level gets you into our Patreon exclusive uh, Slack community. And I do love that community a whole bunch. It's a lot of fun. Uh, this episode of TSR has been brought to you in part by you, our Patreon subscribers. You can find us on Twitter with the handles Tashi Station. That's the official show account. You can find Nancy with Nancy Pants. That's Nancy with an I. You can find me with Lane Winry, L-A-N-E-W-I-N-R-E-E. You can find our columns and news at TashiStation.net. If you like what you hear, do leave us a review on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. And we also have the Tashi Station Radio Mega Feed, where you can find all of our shows. Mega Feed. Mega Feed. Mega Feed. <laughs> uh, yeah. Thanks for listening to another episode. Catch you all next time, and don't forget...
Tashi Station Brewhouse this week. Uh, we have a new Vorkosa cast this week, and we have a new mouse droid this I'm week. I'm making fun of Brian because he's pointing as he's saying everything. Okay. Goodbye, everyone. Bye. Bye. Go puppies. Yay, puppies. <laughs>